0: Babbel.com Language for life. Why Babbel? When you want to learn a new language, you want to be able to actually use it with real people in the real world. Every part of Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. Designed by pros. Lessons with realistic scenarios designed by over a 100 linguists. Use what you know. Interactive dialogues that get you speaking confidently. Learn on any device. Compatibility with most devices with lessons that are only 10 to 15 minutes. Remember everything. Reviews that bring back everything you've learned. Number one, sign language learning app. Open, download the app today and start learning language for your everyday life from the App Store or Google Play. Choose how you learn. To start with Babbel, choose the plan that works best for you. Babbel app subscription. Get unlimited access to hundreds of award-winning lessons designed for all learners based on level and time commitment. Babbel live subscription. You'll have access to live virtual classes taught by top language teachers available at a variety of Days, times, and levels, plus access to all Babel online lessons. People love Babel, Thousands of five-star reviews. Publications love Babel, The Wall Street Journal, Business Insider, CNN, Forbes, The New York Times, The Washington Post, U.S. Today, CNET. You can choose from the following language. Spanish, French, German, Italian, Russian, Portuguese, Turkish, Dutch, Swedish, Polish, Norwegian, Indonesian, or Danish. Over 10 million subscriptions sold. PlushCare.com. Healthcare that makes you smile. Virtual primary care and mental health treatment when you need it. Get personalized, high quality healthcare by talking to top U.S. medical doctors all from the ease of your smartphone. Care for you and the ones you love most. High quality. Flushcare's highly skilled online doctors are trained at the top fifty US medical schools with an average of fifteen years of experience. Flushcare's online doctors give you and your entire family the peace of mind you should expect from your healthcare provider. Convenient. Just book an appointment that chat via video on your smartphone and pick up your prescription from your pharmacy. Plushcare's advanced technology is integrated with most major insurers, labs, and pharmacies. Affordable. Talking to an online doctor has never been easier and more affordable. For just your copay or ninety-nine dollars per visit, you can get quality care from one of PlushCare's highly skilled online doctors. They are in network with most major insurers in the US and provide care in all fifty states. Over 415,000 patients cared for. It's part six of pre- US President number 26, Theodore Roosevelt, the final years. Roosevelt returned to the United States in May 1914, though he was outraged by the Wilson administration's conclusion of a treaty that expressed sincere regret for the way in which the United States had acquired the Panama Canal Zone. He was impressed by many of the reforms passed under Wilson. Roosevelt milled several campaign appearances of the progressives, but the 1914 elections were a disaster for the fledgling third party. Roosevelt began to envision another campaign for president, this time with himself as, as the head of the Republican Party. But it, the Conservative Party leaders remained opposed to Roosevelt. and hopes of engineering a joint nomination, the Progressive s- Schedule, the 1960 Progressive National Convention, at the same time as the 1960 Republican National Convention, when Republicans nominated Charles Evans Hughes, Roosevelt declined the Progressive nomination and urged his support progressive followers to support the Republican candidate. Though Roosevelt had long disliked Hughes, he disliked Wilson even more, and he campaigned energetically the Republican nominee. However, Wilson won the 1960 election by a narrow margin. The progressives disappeared as a party following the 1916 election, and Roosevelt and many of his followers firmly rejoined the Republican Party. League of Nations Roosevelt was an early supporter of the, of the modern view that there needs to be a global order. In his Nobel Prize address of the 1910, he said it would be a massive stroke if those great powers honestly bent on peace would form a League of Peace, not only to keep the peace among themselves, but to prevent by force in this way it being broken by others, it would have executive power such as the Hague Conventions of 1899 and 1907 lacked. He called for American participation. When World War I broke out, Roosevelt proposed a league, a world league for the peace of righteousness, in September 1914, which would preserve sovereignty but limit armaments and require arbitration. He added that it should be solemnly coveted. That if any nations refuse to abide by the decisions of such a court, then others draw the sword in behalf of peace and justice. In 1915, he outlined this plan more sp- specifically, urging that nations guarantee their entire military force, if necessary, against any nation that refused to carry out arbitration decrees or violate the rights of other nations. He insisted upon the partition of the United States, one of the joint guarantors, Roosevelt. Tru- referred to his plan to this plan in a 1918 speech as the most feasible for our League of Nations by this time Wilson was strongly hostile to Roosevelt and Lodge and developed his own plans for a rather different League of nations it became it became reality along Wilson's lines at the Paris peace conference in 1919 Roosevelt denounced Wilson's approach but died before it was adopted at Paris, however, Lodge was willing to accept it with serious reservations. In the end, on March 19, 1920, Wilson had Democratic, Democratic senators vote against the League with the Lodge reservations, and the United States never joined the League of Nations. World War I When the First World War began in 1914, Roosevelt strongly supported the Allies and demanded a harsher policy against Germany, especially regarding submarine warfare. Roosevelt angrily denounced the foreign policy of President Wilson, calling it a failure regarding the atrocities of Belgium and the violations of American rights. In 1960, while the campaigning for Hughes, Roosevelt repeatedly denounced Irish Americans and German Americans, whom he described as unpatriotic, saying they put the interests of Ireland and Germany ahead of Americans by supporting neutrality. He insisted that one that had to be a 100% American, not a hyphenated American, who juggled m- multiple loyalties. In March 1917, Congress gave Roosevelt the authority to raise a maximum of four divisions, similar to the Rough Riders, and Major Frederick Russell Burnham was put in charge of both the general organization and recruitment. However, President Wilson announced to the press that he would not rescind Roosevelt and his volunteers to France, but instead would send an American expeditionary force under the command of General John J. Pershing. Roosevelt never forgave Wilson and quickly foolish the foes of our own household and indictment of the sitting president. Roosevelt's youngest son, Quentin, a pilot with the American forces in France, was shot down behind German lines on July 14, 1918. At the age of 20, it was said that Quentin's death distressed Roosevelt so much that he never recovered from his loss. Roosevelt's attacks on Wilson helped the Republicans win control of Congress in the off-year elections of 19, nine, eight, 1918. He declined a request from the New York Republicans to run for another gubernatorial term. Roosevelt was a 14-point calling step for the imminent surrender of Germany. He was cautiously, cautiously optimistic about the proposed League of Nations, but had reservations about the, its impact on the United States sovereignty. Roosevelt was the leading contender for the 1920 Republican nomination, but insisted that if they take me, they'll have to take me without a single modification of the things I have always stood for. He wrote William Allen White, I wish to do everything in my power to make the Republican Party the party of sane, constructive radicalism, just as it was under Lincoln. Accordingly, he told the 1918 State Convention of the main Republican Party that he stood for old-age old pensions, insurance for sickness and unemployment, construction of public housing for low-income families, the reduction of working hours, aid to farmers, and more, regulation of large corporations. Roosevelt's physical condition was rapidly deterred due to the long-term effects of jungle diseases. He was hospitalized for seven weeks in late 1918 and, was n- and never fully recovered. Death. On the night of January 5, 1919, Roosevelt suffered breathing problems after receiving treatment from his physician, Dr. George W. Fowler. He felt better and went to bed. Roosevelt's last words were, please put out that light, James, to his family servant, James E. Amos. Between 4 and 4.15 the next morning, Roosevelt died in his sleep at Sagamore Hill after a blood cut had detached from a van and traveled to his lungs. He was 60 years old. Upon receiving word of his death, his son Archibald telegraphed to his siblings, the old lion is dead, Woodrow Wilson's vice president, Thomas R. Marshall, said that death had to take Roosevelt sleeping, for if he had been awake, there would have been a fight. Following a private farewell service in the North Room at Sagamore Hill, a simple funeral was held at Christ Episcopal Church in Oyster Bay. Vice President Thomas R. Mar- Marshall, Charles Evans Hughes, Warren G. Hardy, Henry Cabot Lodge, and William Howard Taft were among the mourners. The snow-covered procession route to Young's Memorial Cemetery was lined with spectators, and a squad of mounted policemen who had ridden from New York City Roosevelt was buried on the hillside overlooking Oyster Bay. Writer, Roosevelt was a prolific author, writing with passion on subjects ranging from foreign policy to the importance of the national park system. Roosevelt was also an avid reader of poetry. Poet Robert Frost said that Roosevelt was, was our kind. He quoted poetry to me. He knew poetry. As an editor of Outlook Magazine, Roosevelt had weekly access to a large, educated national audience. In all, Roosevelt wrote about 18 books, each in several editions. Including his autobiography, The Rough Riders, History of the Naval War of 1812, and others on subjects such as ranching, explorations, and wildlife. His most ambitious book was the four-volume narrative, The Winning of the West, focused on the American frontier in the 18th and early 19th century. Roosevelt felt that the American character indeed was a new American race, ethnic group had emerged from the heroic wilderness hunters and Indian fighters acting on the frontier with little government help. Roosevelt also published an account of his 1909-1910 African expedition titled African Game Trails. In 1907, Roosevelt became embroiled in a widely publicized literary debate known as The Nature Fakers Controversy. A few years earlier, naturalist John Burroughs had published an article entitled Real and Sham Natural History in the Atlantic. Monthly, attacking popular writers of the day, such as Ernest Thompson, Seton Charles, G.D. Roberts, and William J. Long for their fantastical representations of wildlife. Roosevelt, grilled that Burroughs Christmas had published several essays of his own, and published several essays of his own, denouncing the boom, booming genre of naturalistic animal stories as Yellow Generals of the Woods. It was the president himself who published the, the term nature faker to describe writers who depicted their animal characters with excessive anthropomorphism polymorphism character and beliefs roosevelt intensely disliked being called teddy despite the widespread public association with said moniker and was quick to point out his fact to those who referred to him as such though it would become widely used by newspapers during his political career strenuous life roosevelt had a long li- lifelong interest in pursuing what he called in an 1899 speech the strenuous life to the sandy exercise regularly and took up Boxing, tennis, hiking, rowing, polo, and horseback riding. As governor of New York, he boxed with sparring partners several times each week. at present he generally continued as president until being hit so hard in the face he became blind in his left eye. A fact not made public until many years later. Thereafter, he practiced judo for two-month periods in 1902 and 1904. Not attaining any rank, he also continued his habit of skinny dipping in the Potomac River during the, during the winter. Roosevelt was an enthusiastic, enthusiastic single-stick player well, and, according to Harper's Weekly, showed up at the White House reception with his arm bandits after a bout with General Leonard Wood in 1905. Roosevelt was an avid reader, reading tens of thousands of books at a rate of several per day in multiple languages. Along with Thomas Jefferson, Roosevelt was the most well-read of all the American presidents. Warrior. Historians often emphasize Roosevelt's Warrior persona, he took aggressive positions regarding war with Spain in 1898, Colombia in 1903, and especially with Germany from 1915 to 1917. As a demonstration of American naval might, he sent the great white fleet around the world in 1907 to 1909. The implicit threat of the big stick of military power provided leverage to speak softly and quietly resolve conflict in numerous cases. He boasted in his autobiography, When I left the presidency, I finished seven and a half years of administration, during which... No, not one shot had been fired against a foreign foe. We were at absolute peace and there was no nation in the world with whom a war cloud threatened. No nation in the world whom we had wronged, or from whom we had anything to fear. The cruise of the battle fleet was not the least of the causes which ensured so peaceful an outlook. Richard D. White Jr. states, Roosevelt's warrior spirit framed his views of, National politics and international relations. Historian Howard K. Buell has argued he and his associates came close to seeking war for a own sake, ignorant of modern war. Roosevelt traumatized. Roosevelt romanticized war, like many young man tamed by civilization into law-abiding but adventurous living. He needed an outlet for the pent-up primordial man in him, and found it in fighting and killing vicariously or directly, in hunting or in war. He, indeed, he had a fairly good time in war. When war came, there was something dull uh, and, and eff- effeminate about peace he glorified in war, was thrilled by military history, and placed warlike qualities high in his scale of values without... Consciously desiring it, he thought a little, war, a little war now and then, stimulated admirable qualities of men, certainly preparedness for war did. Religion. Roosevelt attended church regularly and was a lifelong adherent of the Reformed Church in America, an American affiliate of the Dutch Reformed Church in 1907. Concerning the motto, and God We Trust, on money, he wrote, It seems to me utterly unwise to cheapen such a motto by use on coins, such as it would be to cheapen it by use on postage stamps or... Or in advertisements, he all, he was also a member of the Freemasons and Sons of the American Revolution. Roosevelt talked to a great deal about religion. By great, Edmund Morris states, when consoling bereaved people, he would alchemy invoke ins- unseen and unknown powers, aside from the, a few clichés of Protestant rhetoric. The gospel he preached, had always been political and pragmatic. He was inspired less by the passion of Christ than by the golden rule that appealed to reason amounting in his mind in a worldly rather than heavenly law. Rose Roosevelt publicly, outraged, publicly encouraged church attendance and was a conscientious churchgoer himself. When gas rationing was introduced during the First World War, he walked the three miles from his home at Sagamore Hill to the local church and back, even after service efforts had made him Made it difficult for him to travel by foot. It was said that Roosevelt allowed no engagement to keep him from going to church, and he remained a fervent advocate of the Bible throughout his adult life. According to Christian E. Reasoner, writing in 1922, shortly after Roosevelt's death, religion was as natural to Mr. Roosevelt as breathing, and when the travel library for Roosevelt's famous Smithsonian spot. Smithsonian-sponsored African expedition was being assembled. The Bible was, according to us, just as the first book selected. In in an address delivered to a solemn at Oyster Bay to the Long Island Bible Bible Society in 1901. Roosevelt declared that every thinking man, when he thinks, realizes what a very large number of people tend to forget. That the teachings of the Bible are so interwoven and intertwined with our whole civic and social life that it would be literally, I do not mean me. Figuratively, I mean literally, impossible for us to figure to ourselves what that life would be if these teachings were removed. We would would lose almost all the standards by which we now judge, both public and private morals. All the standards toward which we, with more or less of resolution, strive to raise ourselves. Almost every man who has, by his life work, added to the sum of human achievement to which the race is proud, has based his life work largely upon the teaching of the Bible. Among the greatest men of disproportionately large. Number two have been diligent and close students of the Bible at first hand. Political positions. When he assumes the President Roosevelt reassured many excerpts stating, the mechanism of modern business is so delicate that extreme care must be taken not to interfere with it, in a spirit of rashness or ignorance. The following year, Roosevelt asserted the president's independence from business by despite opposing the merger, which created the Northern Securities Company, and many were surprised that any president, much less an unelected one, would challenge a powerful bank with J.P. Morgan in his last two years as president. Roosevelt became increasingly distrustful of big business despite his. Close ties to the Republican Party, Roosevelt sought to replace the 19th-century laissez-faire economic environment with a new economic model, which included a large, larger regulatory role for the federal government. He believed that 19th-century entrepreneurs had risked their fortunes and interventions in new business and that these capitalists had been rightly rewarded. By contrast, he believed that the 20th-century capitalists risked little, but nonetheless reaped huge and given the lack of risk and just economic rewards without... A redistribution of wealth away from the upper class. Roosevelt feared that the country would turn to radicals or fall to a revolution. His Square Deal domestic program had three main goals: cons- conservation of natural resources, control of corporations, and, and consumer protection. The Square Deal evolved into a program of new nationalism, which emphasized the priority of labor over capital interests and the need to more effectively control corporate creation and combination, and proposed a ban on corporate political contributions. Legacy. Historians credit Roosevelt for changing the nationalist's public political system by permanently placing the president at center stage and making the character as important as the issues. His accomplishments include trespassing and conservatism. He is a hero to liberals and progressives for his proposals in 1907 and 1912 that pre-staged the modern welfare state and the New Deal era, including direct federal taxation, labor reforms, and more direct democracy, while conservationists admire Roosevelt for putting the environment in sublists. Selfless- towards the future generations on the national agenda, and and a national his commitment to law and order, civic duty, and military values, as well as his personality as individual self-responsibility the heart and hardiness. Dalton says today he is hailed as the architect of the modern presidency, as a world leader who boldly reshaped office to meet the needs of the new century and redefines America's place in the world. However, liberals and socialists have criticized him for his interventionist and imperialist approach to nations, He considered considered uncivilized conservatives and libertarians and rejected his vision of the welfare state and emphasis emphasis on the superiority of government over private action. Historians simply rank Roosevelt among the top five presidents in American history, persona, and masculinity. Dalton says Roosevelt is remembered as one of the most picturesque personalities who has ever lived the landscape, his friend and historian Henry, as proclaimed Roosevelt more than any other man, showed the singular primitive quality that belongs to you, ultimate matter, the qualities that medieval theology assigned to God was a pure act. Roosevelt's bias has stressed his personality, Henry F. Pringle, who won the Pulitzer Prize in Biography for his Theodore Roosevelt st- 1931, stated, Caesar, The Theodore Roosevelt of later years was the most adolescent of men Failure to, to receive the Medal of Honor for exploits in Cuba had been a, a grief as real as any of those which swamped child in despair, you must always remember, wrote Cecil Spring Rice in 1904, that the president is about six. Cooper compared, with, compared him with Woodrow Wilson, argued that both men, both of them, played the roles of warrior and priest. Dalton stressed Rosa Senior's life. Sarah Watson under the eyes of the Rough Rider in the White House. Brand calls Wilson the last romantic, arguing that his romantic concept of life emerged from his belief that physical bravery was the highest virtue and war. The ultimate test of bravery. Roosevelt as an exemplar of American masculinity has become a major theme. As president, he repeatedly warned men that they were becoming too office-bound, too complacent, too comfortable with physical ease and moral laxity, and were failing in their duties to propagate the race and exhibit masculine vigor. French historian Serge Ricard says the ebullient posture of the strenuous life offers ideal material for a detailed psycho- historical analysis of Aggressive manhood in the changing social-cultural environment of his era, McKinley, Taft, or Wilson would perhaps inadequate serve that purpose. He promoted competitive sports and the Boy Scouts of America, founded in 1910, as the way forward. Brand shows that heroic displays of bravery were essential to Roosevelt's image and mission. What makes the hero a, hero a hero is a romantic nation that he stands above in the tawdry to give and. Give and take of everyday politics, occupying an eth- ethereal realm where partisanship gives way to patriotism and division, to unity, and where the nation regains, regains its lost in innocence and the people's their shared sense of purpose. Memorials and Cultural Depictions Roosevelt was included with the Presidents George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, and Abraham Lincoln at the Mount Washington Memorial designed in 1927 with the approval of Republican President Calvin Coolidge. For his gallantry at San Juan Hill, Rosen's commanders recommended him for the Medical Honor. However, the international recognition lacked any wide witnesses, in there, and the effort was eventually tainted by Rosen's own lobbying of the War Department in the late, in the late 1990s. Rosen's supporters again recommended the award, which is denied by the Secretary of the Army on basis that de- 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 the decorations aboard the Board in a battle did not rise to the level that would justify the Medical Honor. Medal of Honor, and indeed it, it did not rise to the level of, of any men who fought in that engagement. Nevertheless, politicians apparently convinced the Secretary to reconsider, to reconsider the award a third time and reverse himself, leading to the charge that it was a politically motivated award. On January 16, 2001, President Bill Clinton awarded Theodore Roosevelt the Medal of Honor posthumously for his charge on San Juan Hill, Cuba during the Spanish-American War. He is the only president to have received the Medal of Honor. United States Navy named two ships from Oswald, the USS Theodore Roosevelt, SSBN 600, a submarine, submarine that was in commission from 1961 to 1982, and the USS Theodore Roosevelt, CVN 70, 71, an aircraft carrier that has been on active duty in the Atlantic Fleet since 1986. On November 18, 1956, the United State state's re- released a six-cent liberty-issue postage stamp under Roosevelt, a 32-cent stamp was issued on February 3rd, 1998, as part of the Celebrate the Current Century Stamp Sheet series. In 2008, Columbia Law School awarded Roosevelt a Juris Doctor degree, posthumously making him a member of the class of 1882. Roosevelt s- speaks often and carry a big idea that's still quoted by politicians and columnists in different countries, not only in U.S. but also in Translations to various other languages uh another lasting popular legacy of Roosevelt is a stuffed toy bears. Teddy bears named after him following an incident on a hunting trip in Mississippi in 1902. Roosevelt has been portrayed in films and television series such as Bridie of the Grand Canyon, The Wind and the Lion, The Rough Riders, My Friend Flickett, and Law of the Plainsman. Robin Williams portrayed Rosa in the form of a wax mannequin comes to life in *Night at the Museum* and its sequels, *Night at the Museum: Battle of the Smithsonian* and *Night at the Museum: A Secret of the Tomb*. In 2017, it was announced that Leonardo DiCaprio will portray Rosa in a biopic to be directed by Martin Scorsese. Moreover, Theodore Roosevelt National Park in the state of North Dakota, North Dakota is named after him. The American, uh, the, the America, the Beautiful quarters series features Roosevelt riding a horse on the national park's quarter. Asteroid 188693 Roosevelt, discovered by astronomers with the Catalina Sky Survey, in 2005, was named after him. The official naming citation was published by the Minor Planet Center on November 8, 2019, MPC 118221. Audiovisual Media Theodore Roosevelt was one of the first residents whose voice was recorded for posterity. Several of his recorded speeches survived a 4.6-minute voice recording, which preserves Roosevelt's lower timbre, Rangers particularly well for its time is among those available in the Michigan State University Libraries. This is a 1912 recording of the right of the people to rule recorded by Harris Edison at Carnegie Hall. The audio clip sponsored by the authentic history center includes his defense of the progressive party in 1912 wherein he proclaims to it to it the party of the people in contrast with other major par- parties. Collection of film clips of Roosevelt. Roosevelt goes for a ride in R. plane in October 1910, Theodore Roosevelt and Pilot Hoxley at St. Louis, October 1910. Notes he was vice president under William McKinley and became a president upon McKinley's assassination on September 14, 1901. This was prior to the adoption of the 25th Amendment in 1967, and a vacancy in the office of the vice president was not filled until the next election inauguration. His last name is, according to Roosevelt himself, pronounced as if it was spelled Roosevelt. That is in three syllables. The first syllable, as if it was "rose." Thank you for listening to this six-part series of U.S. President Number Twenty Six, Teddy Roosevelt. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, Stay tuned next week to the next to next week's president, Uh, and stay safe during this coronavirus pandemic, extends into 2021 as we look forward to a now that the vaccines are out, if that can ever happen. Have a good week, and as always, thank you for listening.